Sweet as. Salt Shake FGC podcast is back. Um, I've got my friend Brooke here, aka Mizu. Up, really? Hey, what's up, man? AKA Mizu. <laughs> um, but he goes by a very, very subtle <laughs> name now. Um, yeah, if you're real old school, you might even know me as Chungus. <laughs> Chungus. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just just give us some um, the introduction, uh, man. Yeah. What's up? Um, I am Brooke. My current tag is I love smoking weed. Um, and at the moment I'm jamming Guilty Gear, but in the past I've played most mostly everything that's like popular. Like I played, I well I started with Smash Melee, but then since then I've played Tekken, I've played Dragon Ball, I've played Guilty Gear Exit, I played Street Fighter Five for a bit, you know, bit of everything. Yeah, I we, how did you what did you start off as? What what were so you, started off. What was your first fighting game? My first fighting game? Or, was, or maybe uh, just your first game that you got into. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I guess I played, like, League back in the day, but the first, like, proper serious game I played was uh, definitely Smash Melee. Back in 2015, I think I started playing that. Yeah. 2015. God, that's a long while. Well, yeah, yeah I, th- I feel like a little bit old school now, but there's still some people that have been around since, like the 90s right yeah it's crazy but you know you're from kind of that i mean you play smash and i know a lot of the smash players they would say that's like really old like in terms of smash players yeah yeah no that's true actually i think like out of people who played smash before me or involved in the smash scene before me there's very few left Mm. for sure would you say was gaming always a passion of yours or was this something that you oh, just kind of discovered? Definitely. Definitely, bro. I remember playing like, you know, Pokemon Red when I was like six years old or something like that, you know? And then after that, like, you know, when you get your first PC and you're playing all the PC games like Age of Empires 2. Yeah. It's a done deal. Wait, how old are you, Brooke? If you're playing Pokemon old... Red, yeah, if you're playing six, wait, wait where were you born? Um, I'm 23. I mean, I, uh, you and know, you're my, playing Pokemon uh, Red. Like, people yeah, my no, age started okay. off with Red and Blue. Like, I was thinking, wait, yeah. you're not from that era? No, no, no. I mean, like, my, uh, I mean, I was pretty poor growing up. So, you know, we'd get like a <laughs> super old school game console or handheld or whatever and just play like games that came out like 10 years ago or whatever. Yeah. I see. Yeah. How do you find the state of fighting games? compared to say like other games that you see that are quite popular we all talk about the fighting game scene being quite niche um but how where do you how do you see the fighting games in terms of its health and growth fighting games is really weird eh? it's like i feel like it's pretty much like the only super popular competitive scene where like you have to buy a new game all the time i think that's really what is like a big barrier to entry yeah. It's like, I feel like there's a bunch of... Uh, well, maybe that's not it, actually. I've changed my mind. I think that is a barrier to entry, but that's not the main thing. I mean, I don't know. I think it's fine, though, because I feel like... Imagine if we had the, the scene that was as big as, like, League or, like, 
even Counter Strike, you know, like the the those scenes are so like, uh, s- s- so separated. You know, you 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 just do matchmaking into a queue of four people who who could just be bots, and you wouldn't notice the difference. Whereas fighting games, it's like part of what makes it good is I think how small it is. You know, you talk to people in the Discord, you recognize everyone by name. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. My next question, you've probably hinted at the, the possible <laughs> answer, but each gaming scene offers something unique and kind of personal to to everyone. But what, like, because you like to play multiple fighting games, what keeps you coming back to the fighting game scene? when you play multiple fighting games and you try to be at a particular level at each of them i mean i would to be honest i would say that guilty gear is like the first fighting game that i've like seriously wanted to be the best at like i've like tried in other games but never really tried i guess yeah <laughs> but i don't know that's i i because i like actually between smash ultimate coming out i played that for a little bit competitively in like 2019 i want to say but before i mean after that like from 2020 basically until guilty Gear strive came out i like haven't been playing any fighting games <laughs> i haven't i hadn't been going to tournaments or anything yeah no you've taken a bit of a, a break you know you've had some personal stuff happening uh yeah just, yeah different hobbies and getting a lady in your life as well <laughs> yeah true <laughs> yeah i don't know but I, I jammed a little bit of guilty gear and like i don't know that game's just so good like when i first played it i was like oh, i actually don't like this game but then i don't know after two weeks i was like this game is really fun started playing in tournaments again and it's like i feel like people i reckon tech a lot of tekken 7 players got this when they were like they hadn't played like in competitively for a long time before Tekken 7 right because then tag 2 was the last one that was ages before Tekken 7 right so I feel like a lot of you guys would have got that as well where it was like entering like serious tournaments for the first time in so long was such a thrill right and you remembered how it was and why you loved it so much before or whatever yeah I have very vague memories of our first encounter and obviously you played Tekken I met you through Tekken I had no idea that you were a Smash player and our paths wouldn't cross that often. And then there was a big period where you kind of just jumped off the, off the wagon, I guess. You know, like I said, you know, you're doing other stuff. Um, mm. You're studying now. Um, like, like how, how do you find that juggling studying? What are you studying, man? Uh, I'm studying, I'm doing a bachelor's in law and sociology. Oh, um, So, I don't know. I actually... You know, I don't. I don't know if I want to go through that too much. No, but to I, I didn't. Last year was a, was my first year of study, and because of like COVID and stuff, it was pretty shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I didn't end up getting into law school, so that's why I think. Uh, I mean, I did this year, so I'm, I'm I'm happy about that. But that's really the only reason why I had time to play fighting, like play Guilty Gear, so much this year. So I, I don't think I'm going to be balancing it with, with school next year, to be honest, no, unfortunately. Enough. I can understand studying law demands a lot from you. Yeah. Like every year, every intake, it's like your head's always on the chopping block. Do you try to apply that yeah. same um, persistence when you, like, say, play fighting games to studying in law? Um, I don't know. That's That's really, that's an interesting question. I feel like fighting games for me is like so much of just like a, i'm only doing it for fun 
uh, I don't know. I've tried like trying to play competitively in the sense before where it's like you're always like trying to push it and like you're trying to play optimally all the time and like trying to push yourself as much as you can. But I just, I don't know. That's, uh, I feel like that's, unless you are a very unique person, I feel like that's a recipe for burning out. So for me, like, the, the way I think I've managed to keep my motiva- motivation up all the, the, the these last six months is just by only playing for fun. I don't know. Yeah. Like, when I think of Rambats and when I think of offlines, I know a lot of us go there for the competition, but then some yeah. people just like to go there to hang. They just, it's yeah. there. Like, not everyone treats it like competition. And I think with some people, they always think of people attending, they expect competition yeah but for, you know you just you just want to go there and hang out with friends sometimes you don't want to yeah, go in there sure. yeah um and i i mean i would say that like even the even the most competitive players um still like the main like or maybe not the main thing but it's still like a very important thing for them to like enjoy the the, the scene as well you know it's yeah. part of what motivates them to be competitive players did you think the guilty gear representation was quite strong like um i i guess leading up to kind of october november where we went where we're kind of going through our quiet period right now because the representation of guilty gear strife players was really strong you had people like yourself aloof playing dog who's a soul caliber player like it really just seemed to kind of bring a lot of players from other games together yeah i i think that is like almost like a rollback thing to be honest like it's the first fighting game that you can actually play online in my opinion every other fighting game like if you want to take it seriously competitively you don't want to play online because it becomes such like a roll of the dice on connections and whatnot like i'm sure the tekken guys like really disliked running all their tournaments online last year right yeah it was definitely not ideal (laughs) would you you say you've had pretty much no bad experience with playing online strive oh it's it's crazy i'll i enter like um every week i on wednesdays i enter derek's strive tournament and he's 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 in based in melbourne i believe and like i'll play against people from western australia and the connection is completely fine it's totally playable yeah so i don't know i've never really had any particularly bad experience with it and i think it's like amazing for what you can do with like playing seriously online you know yeah well i know you said you you are focusing on studying law at the moment who is a problematic player on your radar right now a problematic player like in what sense <laughs> however you want to interpret it you know whether it's a personal thing uh whether they just use <laughs> you know like do you have any do you have any bad nzfgc matchups or is there someone um, that's kind of your demon at the moment my demon hmm that my demon and strive no i don't know i think maybe um no i i don't think so i don't know it's just like everyone's good for their own reasons no one's like good because they're good at beating me i don't think i'm even good enough at the game to like have someone be considered my demon if anyone's beating me consistently it's just because they're better than me yeah i don't know yeah yeah and well but maybe um maybe i'm was his demon you know it <laughs> seems like i'm the only one who can beat him <laughs> yeah well like strive's been out for maybe like a year or less um six months six months yeah it's it's crazy like it's yeah. doing i think it's doing exceptionally well and the fact that it's got rollback i've tried it 
I wish so many more games had that. Like, why? Yeah. Like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, it's, it does seem like rollbacks the way things are going. Like, Arxis just added bla- uh, rollback to Blaze Blue, which I know a lot of people are really popping off for. People are jamming their heaps in the Discord lately. Um, and I'm sure other games coming out will also have rollback. I know Melty Blood had rollback, even though that wasn't like a very good rollback. It's still like a, a shift for like the fighting game industry, I suppose. Yeah. So tell me your plan of attack. Like, you know, you're studying law. What mm. do you see happening at the very end? Like, have you got any plans you're trying to make? Uh, We're just figuring it out uh, as we go. Yeah, mostly figuring it out as I go, to be honest. I got, you know, things in my head, but I don't know. Yeah, well, we miss you, man. It's always good to see you around us. <laughs> I, th- I mean, I think I saw you, like, maybe two two or three times, like, leading up yeah. to the end of the year, you know, for Strive. And, I mean, I wasn't playing Strive, but we played... I decided yeah, to enter. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I entered Strive, what, the second week of release, and I thought people would still be learning the game. Oh, no. Oh, no. I found out very quickly. <laughs> what, yeah, I think we we played in, we played first round losers and I quadruple perfect. Bro, like 30 seconds or even less. I was just like, I thought people were still learning this game. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. No, but it, it, it is fun. It is great. I'm taking a note yeah. from Waz's book, Tahito. I love Chip. I love his speed, but I know his life his low life is, is a bit of an he's, issue yeah he's my my second character he he's definitely very like hard to be consistent with mm. uh, I, I wouldn't play him <laughs> you wouldn't play him well i mean kai's kai's more of the all-rounder right like if you want to learn yeah the game, yeah like for sure he's he's an ideal character um we'll get we'll get back to kai and some guilty gear stuff but i want to hint i want to go kind of touch an issue regarding your name obviously okay. i love smoking weed yeah. I'm pretty sure you love smoking weed. Um, <laughs> this, no, 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 because it's an interesting topic, and it's really, you know, it can be difficult finding the right person to to engage in such a topic with, but I think you're quite the ideal person because yeah. weed, cannabis, I mean, yeah, it's that kind of shady topic that we all know about, but we never address it. I mean, I know we, we all know people who do it and people who don't. Um, and I think a lot of people were really keen to get it legalized you know when that whole yeah. referendum thing got on th- there's so many things that happened and i, I kind of want to get your take on it because you you love weed um i don't <laughs> mind weed i've never tried it but hey you know oh really no no never but it's just like just that whole thing of you know like what benefits could it bring to you know stuff that you do in your personal life in your work life or even a social activity like the nzfgc like are there liabilities or could there be some huge benefits? Mm, yeah, that, that, it is like a, that's a big topic of discussion. And like the, I love smoking weed tag. I mean, I I do have to come clean. I don't even smoke that much weed. I smoke a little bit, not that much. Come on, you can't have um, a name like that and just, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the, the reason the tag first came to be was, um, I don't know. It was, it was upcoming to the referendum. So, it was like just a i don't know a political decision i guess and then the reason i decided to stay with it was because it didn't pass like the referendum didn't pass so i was like okay i'll just keep the tag until it gets legalized i guess but um i don't know i mean for tags i i think the reason i i I went with the tag was just because i'd prefer to people to just know me as brooke i think 
you know yeah. I, I don't want to be i don't want to be like a just a gamer that people know of you know like if someone knows me through the fgc and they're my friend then they're my friend in real life not just in the fgc i think exactly yeah but, but yeah the weed on, bro the weed okay yeah on weed it's like i don't know there's it just it seems so strange to me to ever like want to prohibit it like even if you consider like um comparable drugs it's like alcohol um you know is, is much worse for people than than weed is uh, in terms of like it what it does to you physically the whether it's addictive or not you know how, how like it can destroy families you know that doesn't really happen through weed like i'm sure someone can fuck themselves over if they're if they're abusing weed for sure for sure yeah. but then the net negative versus the net positive is just like it's a no-brainer to me and com- and if you compare it to other comparable substances like alcohol it's like why is that legal you know yeah that's true yeah i mean you've got alcohol you've got other hard substances and people will be like yeah it's their thing where like oh you know they say oh you know like fuck he's like you know you're like oh i'm glad it's not ecstasy you know if it's if it's dope then it's okay <laughs> um yeah i mean technically yeah we use it for medicinal reasons i don't yeah, personally I mean, mind if people like it's a recreational tool for people it's a nice way of socializing just like yeah. alcohol is i really don't mind it i was really surprised when the results didn't reflect yeah i was really I like what the, the the laws at the moment are just not really fit for purpose it's like um you know not to not to really talk too much and dox my family but like you know one of my family members is like um they they need to smoke weed essentially because painkillers are not enough for their condition yeah and they, they they're prescribed to smoke weed essentially right like they're legally allowed to smoke weed because the doctor says that it would actually be helpful for them. But the only way they can get it, besides getting, like, extremely extortionate, expensive, um, like, weed from, like, a government source or whatever, they have to go to, like, um, the black market, right? Yeah. That's the only way to affordably get it, if you need it to survive, you know? Or you need it for, like, a medical condition. Yeah. And I think that's just obscene. It's an injustice. I think if they did ever legalize it, I mean, it is possible that, I mean, you'd have to have licensed places that could, yeah. that could sell it. Um, yeah. people, you know, like you might think alcohol shops and you might think that's a bit inappropriate, but then, I mean, they sell smokes, they sell vapes. It, yeah. it, it's not a bad, it's not a harsh like jump to uh-huh. go to, to sell weed. And then people go, oh, but then that would, that's harmful. Like, you know, you've got someone who's got weed and someone who's got booze, but it's like, yeah, but weed doesn't actually make you, like weed doesn't make you into a raging, you know. Yeah, like exactly. it mellows you out, you know. Yeah, I mean, like even yeah, you, there's like the classic statistic that like when the All Blacks lose, um, domestic abuse skyrockets. You know, that's not because the All Blacks lost. That's because they're all drinking while they're watching the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for for me personally, I I don't mind it. Um, but you know. Would you encourage, um, like, say in the next few years, if, I mean, you know, if they ever look at that referendum act again, you know, what would you suggest that they could, like, the votes were cast, so obviously the decision's been made, but what, do do you think it was wrong, do you think it was a bit, like, because they paired it with the euthanasia as well, do you feel like that kind of divided (laughs) attention? 
Um, not really. I was pretty politically involved during that time, and I don't really think that either of those bills had had much interaction there, to be honest. Yeah. I did think there was, like, some odd stuff politically, like, I don't know if, you know, the ACT Party is a rather libertarian party, and I would think that legalizing weed is a pretty libertarian thing to do, but they didn't really get on board with that, which I thought was somewhat odd, but not really, you know. Do you, do you prefer to smoke it, or do you prefer to, um, like, have it as a as a hash cake or something? Um, I, I have a vaporizer, actually. Oh, yeah. So I vape it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty chill. Yeah. Um, actually, though, I did get some edibles for 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 Christmas, and they were pretty fire. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, sweet. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah, man. So, okay. So Guilty Gear now. They just had the. Well, it was a while ago, but they had the, um, the Happy Chaos, trailer. Um, you know, yeah. showcasing how that character works and stuff. Um, any impressions from yourself or from the nzfgc um that's interesting i'm like i don't really care i think he doesn't look that good to me uh he's not my kind of character either but i know like blackout and waza who are like obviously the strongest players here they are quite interested in him some people say he's like got a lot of potential some people say he's dog shit i honestly think he's kind of bad and I think all the DLC characters that have come out are kind of bad so far, so it wouldn't be su- it wouldn't be that surprising to me if he doesn't ever oh, oh, develop really? so, to a So Gold Lewis and, and Jacko. Yeah, Gold Lewis. Um, Jacko is like I think Jacko is like definitely not very good. Gold Lewis is a weird one because he seems not very good, but he also gets some kind of good results. Like I don't know if you you watched Red Bull Kumite, but um, Gobo won that, and he won the finals with Gold Lewis. So, you know, but I think that speaks to the balance of the game, honestly, because I think that the balance of the overall game is so good that even the worst characters like have a real competitive shot. Mm. Yeah. What is our character representation like for Strive? So we have, we have some Milias, mm-hmm. uh, we've uh, got Kai's, uh, a chip or two. Yeah, I would say... We used to be like Milia City, but now not so much. It's basically just two of them that I can think of. We got, I think we got pretty solid representation overall. There are a few characters that are like weirdly without reps, like um, Leo, for example, doesn't have any representation. And Soul, while there's like a few Soul players that come and go, and uh, Reap Your Face is like a strong Soul, there's not like any top tier Souls, despite the character being really good. Um, but yeah, we've got Nagos and... Chips. Oh, you got it. Yeah, there's a lot of Nagos. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, in New Zealand, the only really powerful Nago is Crazy Head for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe that just speaks to like the skill level overall. But in Australia, there's a million Nagos, yeah. And considering what you're saying, that the DLC characters aren't that strong, Kai being an all rounder doesn't really have an issue with any of them, does he? No, I would go so far as to say that Kai has winning matchups against basically all the all the um, DLC characters for sure okay see yeah good. it is weird though that there's not much Kai like like soul representation like he's the main character okay well wait do you mean like 
in the game? Well, I, 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 mean, I how do you mean? I, I don't really see. Like, I mean, I, I don't really see him much in the tournaments oh, ever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. New Ze- well, New Ze- for New Zealand and even Australia, actually, there's not many souls. I think, like, overseas in Japan and America, there's a bunch of souls. Kai is kind of weird. Kai has, like, a few players, but he's, like, way not... Oh, or at least in the eyes of this, the community, he's not considered nearly as good as Soul. Okay. So it's pretty odd, but I don't know. Again, I think it speaks to the balance of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Do you fear that... They, judging from their character like designs and the battle system, it seems they've had a very clear view on the direction of where they want this game to go. Have you ever felt like ha- has there been any point where you've thought that thing? Because I mean, we thought um, as a Tekken player, it was kind of the same thing. Like the balancing was actually pretty strong. Got mm-hmm. to season two, some characters had some really ridiculous things. Almost everyone had ridiculous <laughs> things. And then season three, yeah, I remember Lero came out. <laughs> yeah, and then when it, and then it was season three. It was like, no, no, no. Only the favorites get yeah. the buffs. So, uh, have you ever had have you have you ever had a moment like that with the with the development of the mm. game? Mm, I think so far I've liked all the changes or the balance of changes so far seem really good. But uh, Arxis and the anime community have like kind of like a um, a reputation for really poor <laughs> balancing decisions. So, so in like Guilty Gear Exert, for example, the, when they went from Rev 1 to Rev 2, they buffed Johnny, who was already considered like widely the best character in the game. So oh, everyone was a little bit confused about that. Okay. Well, but I'll... I don't know. The the changes seem good so far. I'm I'm like I'm pretty contented. They they seem to be doing very small changes. Which I'm kind of a fan of. I think I don't really like it when games change a lot. To be honest, I prefer the meta to develop naturally rather than be changed. Uh, fair enough. Well, I won't talk about. Well, it's not Johnny. I'm going to mention it's going to be a certain character that AI uh, who was on previously mentioned. It was like people love this character, but they say they love this character, but they don't actually play them. And I'm talking about <laughs> Biker. Now, were, were, was anyone surpri- Was anyone actually like? surprised at this was anyone not oh that biken was was announced yeah yeah i don't know it's like i feel like it's almost considered it was i i the perspective i have is that it was inevitable essentially like the character is just like an icon for the game people will talk about biken without ever playing guilty gear so it's just like i don't know she's just too popular to not be a dlc character in my opinion and I, I think that's the same for a lot of people i don't really care about it to be honest so i'm not super excited for her either but i don't know do you remember anything about her from excerpt like was there anything relation in, in relation to your matchup biken versus kai oh i didn't play kai in, in excerpt i Who played alpha oh. yeah oh, i was alpha alpha out for life she's my favorite fighting game character of all time but um we didn't really have any biking in new zealand we had um king kong ben he played biking for a bit but he was mostly johnny and they played a bit of soul i think maybe someone else but yeah so i don't like i never really played the biking match up that much so i don't really remember her from exit okay all right i know i i as a biking player but he started playing like way after Rev 2 was like already dead so I, I never played against him in, in Rev mm-hmm. 
So how many yeah. characters are remaining for this season pass? So you got three. Was there one more or two? Uh, I think there's two more, right? Yeah. No. Wait, I think Biken might actually be the last one. No. Sorry. No, no, no. There's one more character after Biken, and that's coming with, like, uh, additional story and shit as well. So do you have a guess as to who this... Yeah, I will literally bet, like, $100 that it's going to be Asuka. Why do you I think? think that, that, why do you think that? Why do you think Asuka? Ah, oh, because uh, Asuka's like a, a heavily featured character in the story mode. Um, every other character that's come out, Happy Chaos, Gold Lewis, Jacko, the Biken's the only one that had wasn't heavily featured in the story mode. So we've already seen like Asuka's models and shit in the story mode. And like he's in the opening cinematic and stuff, and he's the only character in the opening opening cinematic that's not playable so and if they're releasing like extra story stuff it's going to be involving him so he's it's just like a natural thing that he's going to come out with the dlc yeah that's true hopefully it might involve biking as well maybe so yeah 2021 it's been such an interesting year good time for strife players (laughs) having to play from home um yeah how do you feel I'm, i'm segueing into something specific but how do you think 2021 has been for you personally um 2021 for me personally i don't know i got real into guilty gear which was like i don't know almost like a coping mechanism like i don't know lockdown sucks especially when you're doing classes like i don't know i couldn't focus on uni at all so i just put all my time into guilty gear and it like just distracted me from the fact i was like uh you know i was struggling when we so when so had you if 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 things were normal would you have finished already or did you still have time to go um if things were normal i mean i my year probably wouldn't have changed that much really all right yeah how do you think 2021 has been for the nz the nzfgc it seems to me like a lot of people I don't know. It's hard for me to gauge because I didn't play for like a while before COVID. Um, but it seems like a lot of people uh, have lost motivation to like really grind fighting games. Yeah. Um, because even even with, in my opinion, Guilty Gear being completely playable at a serious level online, it's like it's a it's a it's a different it's a different beast, right? When you're playing online, even in good connection, and when you're playing. At, at an event right like you got people around you and like you you gotta you know sit down at the, right next to your opponent it's like yeah. a it's a different it's a different environment yeah and i think that having that environment really motivates people you know they they see their mates popping off and shit and they're like i want to do that too and i know a lot of guilty gear players that probably would have been grinding now if they held offlines but they didn't yeah. because they just can't get they just can't get motivated for onlines like they they can for offlines and i feel like i see that in a lot of the scene as well it's just like the general passion and comp- competitive spirit has has you know it's it's weakened a little bit and i don't know i think that's a natural thing that yeah given that was, the circumstances yeah that was my segue bro because like <laughs> being being locked down i guess for like a month or two and then to have nets announced which you did really great mm-hmm. by the way um but before the announcement i wasn't really invested and that's really sad to say considering yeah this was supposed to be like the big anniversary 
and it was just online you know it just mm. it really undermined the occasion um no yeah, discredit sure. to standing fierce boys i love what they do but yeah. i wasn't fully invested and i hated feeling that way because after it was all done i was just like this is the reason why i don't like online but it's yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. and I, I mean i think um standing fierce like did a great job and they've been doing amazing at least for for guilty gear like dave runs like a, a weekly on tuesdays for us and like having that and the damager points and the um and nationals as well i think all that together was like a saving grace really and like i think dave especially is 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 a godsend for that you know <laughs> yeah, that's why i said you guys have, that's why i said the strife scene's been going really strong because you guys almost yeah. have like an event every month if that yeah yeah like, no yeah and like i've run tournaments as well and like we can all enter the australian tournaments as well so it's like i don't know it's a it's, it's not com- comparatively speaking it's really not that bad being a, a strive player compared to what i imagine it's like being a tekken player yeah yeah just a just a quick recap on southern cross up 2021 um your run like how did you <laughs> how did you feel you went i mean obviously you know how you felt but just like honestly <laughs> i don't know i'm like it's the first time i've gotten top eight well i got okay i got third place in the ps4 version and then i got seventh place in the pc version and i'm like i should probably be happy about that but uh, i'm like pretty not happy about it <laughs> um so in the, the ps3 one i think is like kind of like we all were just entering really for the for the damager points I don't think anyone was taking that bracket as seriously. So, like, while I did well and I got third, it just it didn't feel that um, fulfilling for me. Um, even though it's a good result for for the PC tournament. Um, so that was like really rough because I I played against Crazy Head um, second round and. I had never beaten Crazy Head before. In fact, I hadn't really even come close. Um, but I like I grind I grinded so hard with um with the Australian Nuggets specifically. This guy called Explosive Fart, who's like a super cool dude, and he like grinded super hard with me, and I, I managed to beat him. I managed to beat him for the first time. Uh, and I and then I lost to Blackout in a pretty close set, and then so I was in losers top eight. So I had to play crazy head again i don't know how the brackets ended up like that but i had to play crazy head essentially twice in a row and um yeah he beat me in the run back and i was like pretty so i'm still pretty pretty bummed out that i didn't manage to pull that one out and i also beat him in the ps3 tournament as well which you know again wasn't as serious but i beat him two times outside of top eight and then on the on the when the the one that really counted i couldn't pull it out you know it was quite frustrating and if this was offline more hype more suspense yeah. but then more nerves because there's so much well, more on the line especially when it's in person like that would have yeah it would have been great if it was yeah I, I actually interesting on the on the nerves point i really don't like think that tournament i think i've 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 dealt with tournament nerves i don't know i don't think tournament nerves really well, i mean you've played a lot play. of you've played a lot of games you've been on stage for stream a lot of times i doubt someone like you would have nerves at this point <laughs> yeah i mean some people say that they never get rid of nerves they just like learn how to deal with them better i don't know i just don't really feel very nervous 
anymore. But, but in a way, it's good things. because it it just lets you know that you actually you actually do care about you know not wanting to to, to fuck up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know. I feel like maybe it's just because my outlook has changed. Like now, I'm just playing for fun, so it's like the fun is winning for sure. But it's not such a big deal if I lose. I don't know. But are there other things? You are playing for fun, but are there any things that you still want to accomplish? Be it Guilty Gear, or your your leveling up playstyle in general? Oh yeah, for sure. No, I mean like that's the thing. I, I don't think fun uh, and like wanting to be the best are mutually exclusive. Like I still want to be the best because I find that fun. But it's it's it's. I think the main main thing that changes is like the kind of how intense you go at it. I don't know. Like I, st- I, you know, I still, I still pop off really hard when I beat someone better than me. Yeah. Um, and I'm still like grinding really hard. Like I'll play, I don't know. I, uh, I think I play like an average of three hours per day, um, which is probably not as much as I should be if I want to win damage. But <laughs> you know, I'm, I think I'm still working fairly hard at the game. Yeah. So you definitely are putting some work into damage. You're going to make sure that you're ready. Yeah, man. I, got... <laughs> I didn't Just quite manage to. What I'm saying is, don't, 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 don't smoke too much weed before D Day, okay? <laughs> Just, no, no, Just be no, chill, yeah. be yourself. You'll be all right. Yeah, definitely. Probably take a wee break from that. But I didn't manage to qualify through points, so I actually have to. Um, you got to do the last I have to chance. Qualify through the last chance, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty stressful. That you know, I have to essentially win a tournament to get into the tournament. <laughs> well, you have won a few uh, other strife tournaments, like we've seen. You know, the last one that Dave hosted on his channel and Justin Wednesday. Nah, so I, I I got second in that in that Dave tournament because oh. I lost Raging Ranger in the end. Oh, bugger. Um, the Justin the the Justin tournament was kind of like it was a bit cheeky. Um, me and me and Ethan Zero Work. Um, we we were in another tournament that like started and we were taking that one a bit more seriously. So we decided going into grand finals of Justin's tournament that we were going to do no blocking. <laughs> oh, okay. I see, yeah, I see this now. If you if you watch the the video, if people watch the video that you have up right now, then you can see me and Ethan just running at each other, just DPing like crazy. <laughs> now wait, wouldn't that be a form of like match fixing? Because you're like, okay, if you don't block, I don't block, and let's just yeah, let's just roll I suppose. With it. <laughs> no. I suppose this is like a casual tournament, I guess. Okay. Well, that and, was good. To... Uh, oh, sorry, man. No, I was just gonna say I I I did get a twenty five dollar prize, but I just decided to gift Justin five subs and in, in, in response, you know, oh. he's he's the man. And I don't know if you guys have seen Justin's stream, but he's insanely entertaining. So yeah. I'd recommend you check it out. I will do, man. It was good to just talk to you about the whole um, the attitude kind of simmering down and people not as engaged mm. to practice because there is something. I'm very happy to talk to you about it's this Project L business. Yeah. Now, a lot of people are saying that this is this is finally the FGC getting its money's due, you know, because to have a company like Riot or to have a fighting game associated <laughs> with a with a brand like League of Legends is, is 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 quite something. And you know, if you're a League of Legends fan, I mean, for me, it's going to be seeing League of Legends players try to play this fighting game 
and then they come it's like no 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 like this is a fighting game like <laughs> this is our school you're coming to my classroom <laughs> you know i think that's funny i think that i, I actually hear, i hear that a lot from people but i'm not sure i don't know league players are absolute grinders um like i don't know even like there were some league players who were playing strive when it first came out and they got pretty decent i feel like league players could get really good at fighting games really quick yeah i don't understand the mindset or the the skill level of a league of legends player i obviously you would have more understanding than me it's just interesting because they they played the they played the legit game but their skills don't transfer because it's just a different game a different dynamic yeah do you really see league of legends players actually picking this game up and actually being a challenge to say people like blackout crazy head yourself for sure picked up the game no i mean well i i mean i look at it like um moogai for example moogai is a kai player in new zealand and he had never entered any game until um until strive came out and he's he's got wins over crazy head he's got wins over blackout um i don't know i think like the the I honestly think that fighting games, because they're much smaller and um, because, like, I don't know, there's less prize in it and whatever, the people who play, play fighting games just don't grind as hard as, like, um, League of Legends players. I think, like, the, the the skill level, the general skill level in, in MOBAs or whatever, or, like, even games like CS is way higher than in fighting games. I think, like, if Faker wanted to, I think you could go pro in Street Fighter Five easily, you know? like the work ethic is just like on a different level i guess the main thing i'm trying to push is that people will think that this is good for the nzfgc like oh yeah fighting game based on league of legends project l if it's done right and we can see it's being you know manned by the cannon brothers which is really good like yeah the big question is will this change the fgc will this actually be a potential like will this be a chance for money to be made for the fgc especially i don't know that's like i that's like really a time will tell kind of thing i don't know i mean i'm gonna play it. i think it'll be fun um and i think it will like expose a lot of people to the fgc for sure i don't know if it's gonna be as big as people think it might be though hmm. i wouldn't want it to be a blimp where people will play it because they know league of legends but then after a week they don't really invest in yeah. it yeah but well, I think that's like heaps of fighting games in general yeah. anyway, right? Yeah. But I think the Cannon Brothers are doing it right. It's like, I think they're just trying to make it as easy and accessible as possible. Just yeah. so if it catches the right people, then they can, you know, then there can be that growth and development. I don't play League of Legends. But do, do, are you a fan of the, are you a fan of this artwork for the game? Yeah, yeah, I think it looks great. I actually... Yeah, I ratioed myself the other day because I tweeted, like, all fighting games except anime fighting games look dog shit. And then the next day, the Project L trailer came out and I ratioed myself by saying, like, I got it wrong because this <laughs> game looks so good. <laughs> uh, it does, yeah. Um, But, like, to the accessibility, I, I think that's, yeah, it, it, it could be, like, really cool in that way. I feel like a lot of fighting games have, like, tried, um, you know, simplifying the system mechanics or whatever like strive's a good example of that you go from exile it's like overloaded with system mechanics in my opinion and strive is relatively simple um and i i think that i do like like that movement for me personally but it seems like a lot of like the more complex stuff that some people really love about fighting games 
is kind of moving away. Yeah. But in a, at least watching this trailer, we don't see much, but like you can see the movement and you can see like it looks like there's going to be assists and like you can do like layered mix and stuff like that. So, you know, I think that it could, even though it'll be accessible with like the execution wise, there's going to be a lot of like um, depth to the game, hopefully. Yeah. I just loved watching the reaction videos to this where people, once they saw the tag feature, they're like, oh, yo, Marvel! Yeah, yeah I'm in! Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's like, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though, as well. I found um, Dragon Ball is, like, a super fun game for me, and, like, I'm sure it got a lot of people into the scene, but I feel like if you're, like, a new player and you try to play Dragon Ball, like, you're just gonna get your shit pushed in because it's a tag game, you know? You're gonna get comboed for three rounds straight or your characters are just gonna die. So I, I hope that doesn't dissuade too many of the new players yeah. <laughs> and, and that it's a tag game, but I don't know. I got hope. Yeah. If they had an open beta for this, would you be interested? Or would you, no, I never, or would you, I or never do you have feedback already? Uh, no, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not someone who like wants to kind of like shape games, I guess. I'd rather just like someone hand me the finished product. I'll jam it. If I like it, I'll keep playing. If I don't, I'll just throw it away you know it's like when mousy blood came out i played that for like i think like 10 hours i decided i didn't like it so i stopped <laughs> i don't need i don't like people like it and if someone else enjoys it then it can stay the way it is i'm sure if i don't like project l then heaps of other people will enjoy it you know yeah i don't need it to be made for me well said brooke all right i'll take you to your final questions man rock and roll sweet as that's <laughs> Alright, first one. What's your favorite fighting game soundtrack? Um oh fighting fire game. Ooh, that's a tough one. I think it probably is Exit. Like there's just some banger tracks from that. Marionette, the Alpha Out theme, is probably my favorite fighting game track uh of all time. So yeah, I'll say I'll say Exit Drift 2. Alright. Next one. If you sold marijuana <laughs> under an alias, what would it be? I sold marijuana under an alias. I don't know. I would have to think about that one. Maybe it would just be like, I love smoking weed. You know, I think that that's pretty, pretty topical. Yeah. (laughs) All right. What's the weirdest proposition you've been given? Weirdest proposition. Um, no, I can't think of anyone for that. No? I'll give you one. I, I was in town once and this guy gave me 20 bucks if I could hold his bike while he went into this dairy. But the thing is, he didn't even go to the dairy. He, like, walked off. And I was like, oh, so what do I... What you do just I got do? a free bike? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that's weird. All right. And what sucks about Kai Kies? Ah, uh, okay. So everyone who knows me knows I'm a huge Kai up player. The general consensus is that he's like a middle of the road character. I think he's top five. So generally, I'm not talking about what sucks about Kai, but there is definitely a lot of things that suck. Uh, him having counter hit recovery on his fireball is so stupid. Like, if I want to throw a fireball, what's the reward I'm going to get? Like, you get hit at max i get like what 20 damage in shock state 
Whereas if I get hit, I'm taking a full 50% combo because I'm in counter hit recovery. What's up with that? Arxis, get at me. Alright, and then finally, Brooke, who is your waifu? Alright, um... Waifu. Uh, if people who know me, who, who who have played sets with me, they've all seen my, my arcade stick, right? Yes. <laughs> You've seen my arcade stick. Of course. <laughs> um, with Tiger Eye Sucker from Torador on it. Yeah, so I, I don't know if I would say she's my waifu, but to answer the question, I'll go with Tiger for sure. That's oh, right. Well, that's the first for us. Um, yeah, thank you, Brooke. I love smoking weed. Formerly Mizu, you know, it's it's good yeah. to it's good to have you on the platform, dude. Is there any yeah, is there anything that you want to uh, say? As do you want? Do you have any shout outs or last words? Do you want to let Do you want to let the people know what you'll be doing <laughs> and what you'll be getting up to? Um. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to first of all. I don't know, it's a bit cheesy, but I want to shout out my girlfriend. I don't know, uh, my girlfriend Sarah, she's just been like such a, over the last few years with COVID and stuff, it's been rough and she's just been hey, a she's the, the reason dark, you've you know? been gone for so long, man. <laughs> I don't know if I thank her, but no, nah, nah, it's all good. But yeah, um, also like a, a shout out to um, Standing Fierce and Dave, like they just do absolutely fantastic work. Um... um I, I, on my shirt in the uh, in the picture that you have for me you can actually see it says think ahead and then under that it says party vote uh next election vote for the green party if you don't already <laughs> um but other than that you know get vaccinated um wear your mask yeah 